Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Jets podcast. On the move. A lot of time. Directing traffic. Gonna go deep. Have a man deep. It is caught for the touchdown. Corey Davis. Get used to the mantra, all gas, no break. Flag go over the middle. It's caught. Touchdown. Garrett Wilson. Yes, sir. Let's go, man! <laughs> and now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone, to the Good, the Bad, and the Jets podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ferris, and alongside me is Spencer Klein. We are back. We... Missed some important news. I was away for the weekend. You were busy doing whatever the hell you do. But we're back. Got to talk some Hackett news, some QB news. Uh, it looks like Sal is still on vacation, so got to talk about him a bit. So where do you want to start today? Just kind of wrap everything up. Yeah, there was a a busy period to be the last about 10 days or so. Uh, first is Robert Sala, happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> and second is, why are you going on vacation when we need a quarterback? Wait, 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 wait. He He's on vacation, but the first thing that Joe Douglas does this offseason is sign practice squad member, what is it, Deontay Spencer? Yeah. That's their first... That's the first move after uh, Hackett. (laughs) (laughs) I can only, I have to laugh at that. That's all I can do. Salah hires Hackett and then he just goes on vacation. They're done working. They're working down the OC and now they wipe their hands. Yeah. (laughs) But no, in in all seriousness, like the hire itself, before we talk about the, the big name quarterbacks, like, I think it simply went as expected. Like the, the simple check mark, we wanted a, a veteran offensive play call it if you were going to move off of the floor. And they did that. And we didn't really expect the splashy hire. And I don't think Nathaniel Hackett is that. Like talk about what that might lead to in a moment. But I mean, that's my simple reaction. What, what about you, though? Yeah, I think uh, it's a very polarizing hire for many reasons. Uh, first reason, let's just say it, the the Rodgers connection, and we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers in a bit. The The second thing is his tenure with, with Denver. And let's talk about that for a second, because there's a lot of really players that are not meant to be a head coach. I might get flack from you and everyone else on this. Adam Gase is not meant to be a head coach, but he is not offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien good offensive coordinator, bad head coach. A a lot of these guys are just not... Do you know how much work has to go into being a head coach and the pressure that you have? You you have to to worry about the whole team instead of one side of the ball. I I think people just have recent bias and and they're just looking at the Denver 10 and and saying, okay, he's a horrible hire. But what were the other options? Darren... Darryl, what, Darren, Darren, oh, I can't speak. I'll jump in there for you. What, 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 what's his name? 
Daryl Bevel. <laughs> Bevel. He declined, and uh, he was a, a guy who's called plays before. I think um, Joe Brady did decline, right? It kind of like like wasn't really addressed, I would say. Like once the Bills got knocked out, like the hire kind of happened so quick that I don't think we know. Look, yeah. I know you're going to go through the next couple of names, but they ended up interviewing supposedly 15 candidates. We only knew about half of them publicly. Yeah, how good the Jets beat that they can't get us that list of fifteen? Do your I'm job, Rich. Very pretty sure the other half were. I really, I really do want to know. I mean, I would guess they spoke to Frank Reich, but who knows? Yeah, I, I feel like they had to at least have a discussion. Maybe it wasn't called an in, like. If you want to really get technical on terms, like spoke to fifteen candidates, I guess doesn't necessarily mean you interviewed fifteen. But it also might not be correct with the words. Like I, I thought they said they interviewed fifteen. I, I would have to double check Salah's language on that. And, and some of the interviewees were just stupid. Like the guy from the Browns, O'Shea. Yeah, he. Was... And and your boy from the Pats, the tight end coach. But then there were some. So there were like, what did you expect as a Jets fan going into this year? Who did you expect them to get? They Frank Reich was probably number one. And that was it. It was either him or, or you're not going to be happy. And like it, it was slim pickings. It, it really was. And I I thought they were going to go. I think I said with, on the pod with, with Steven Zanz, I think I said Brian Johnson. And uh, it, it seemed like they wanted someone with experience. And, and that's what, what Salah said. And I don't think the Denver tenure is fully representative of, of Nathaniel Hackett. I think that's what people are pointing to. And I, I think that's a mistake. We, uh, we actually ran a, we ran a, a poll on Twitter, what you would grade the, the Hackett hire. I have it in front of me right now. Do you remember what the grade was? And if you don't, do you want to take a guess? I will take a guess. I don't exactly recall. I know I personally gave it a B. I'm, I'm going to guess the results and then I better see. It's a 52% B. Okay, B. fair enough. I, I, I agree. I think it's a B as well. You, you weren't going to get an A candidate. And the, uh, the poll goes in favor of B, 52%. A, actually at 23%. C, at 17%. And then a D slash F at 8%. So it's a pretty, even though it seemed like a polarizing hire, it seems like, at least from this poll, there's 201 votes, a pretty favorable outlook on it. But I, I really think the, uh, the Denver thing is what's really holding people back. And then the third, third point I want to make is that he took Blake Bortles to the AFC championship. And his, his tenure before Bortles was not, like his his list of quarterbacks were not good at all, and I I know you sent me the list of his quarterbacks once, and I, I think like Kyle Orton was even on it. He worked with EJ Manuel. He worked with Kyle Orton, like and like yeah, those numbers like you, you gotta you gotta tie the numbers to who was the player there. That's it, like saying like saying the New York Jets this year like is Mike Lafleur that bad? Like look who played for him. Like there's those those are just real facts you have to account for. It's just reality. So I think, I obviously, like we always say, we're going to buy in no matter what. We bought into Adam Gase and you Todd. Have, but it's, like, you, you can't just be miserable. Yeah. 
So I I give it a B. Like I said, they could do a lot worse. They I don't think they were going to do much better. And you know what? It's the bald connection. Everyone's bald. Douglas, Salah, Hackett. Ulbrich's going to shave his head next. There's clearly something they're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but what what are your thoughts on Hackett? I, I know you, you were pretty high on him. Yeah, I mean, look, it's all going to come down to who the quarterback is. And yes, you know, the name's coming up. Like, I, I think I'm high enough because it's undeniable the, the Aaron Rodgers factor. Because this is the, the point that sells me on it. He's going to get his money from Denver. Like, that contract is, is his. He's making 30K a week. Yeah, like he, he's not, he, imagine just imagine just getting a check for thirty k a week. Like he didn't have to coach this year; he could have sat at home for the next few years, collected a paycheck for a hefty amount, and and called it a day. And coming off a horrible coach head coaching tenure, but he chose to take a, a so no supposed risky New York Jets job where like this whole staff could be gone in a year. You don't take that staff with. Knowing, sorry, you don't take that role without knowing who the quarterback is likely going. I'm not saying is going to be, but likely is going to be. And I'm not saying that's definitely Aaron Rodgers. Does it increase the odds much more than before? I mean, no doubt about that. That's undeniable. <laughs> that, well, like, that, I mean, that's a good point because why, like, you know, Douglas and Salah told him their plan, and their plan was obviously whatever it is. It's good enough for him to not sit at home and take this job. Like you said, he didn't have to. And if he knew that the quarterback situation was not going to be good, I don't think he would take the job. Why would he risk his reputation even more? He, w- he won't get a job again if it doesn't work out. Yes, exactly. He's taking a risk, but he knows it's a calculated risk. And I think that should... I think that should be a big green flag for Jets fans and, and give all of us a lot of confidence that they're going to get someone like Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, someone who is a veteran who can win. He did not come here for Jacoby Brissett, Minshew, <laughs> Mike White, Zach Wilson, all of them combined. He didn't come for that tier. You hit on the names exactly of who, who he's coming here for, like, and I and yes, here's another one. We we know some, we we know Jets fans like to react to Salah's comments as if they're all truthful. When he said <laughs> they didn't talk about quarterbacks in the interview, like you, that is hello, that is complete bullshit. We know they <laughs> talk about quarterbacks. There's no need for him to say that they did. And also, you can't there be tampered. That is, there is a actual rule there for the league. Like, yeah, come on. yeah. Technically, the the quarterbacks aren't free agents yet. Yeah, he's not going to be like, yeah, we talked about a certain guy who plays in Green Bay, <laughs> a certain guy in uh, Vegas, and a certain if, guy departing San Francisco. Like, come on now. If if you take any press conference comments at face value, then you're just living in la-la land. Yeah. And, and if, this, for uh, any sport, any sport, politician, any, any kind of press conference, never take it at face value. Yeah, like... <laughs> It, there's a PR game for everything. Like we, yeah. I, I think me and you recognize that. I think a good amount of fans recognize that, but there's also another good amount that that just don't. <laughs> like what? Like yes, it would be nice for them to be truthful, and 
for them to say what they're really thinking. But oh. there, there's many reasons that they can't. One thing, though, for that crowd, I will say that loves to take every word at, at face value. And this was a TikTok I did last week after the hire of Hackett. Solid did say this was the first time they are committed to finding a veteran quarterback. Before that, they'd always dance around. They always would say, you know, we believe in Zach. We're gonna, he's going to be good in this league one day. We're evaluating every position. All those general lines. They did actually say that for the first time. So, like, I agree with you. The green flag should be there for fans. There, there's a plan there. They're not going to tell us, and why the hell should they? No reason for it. But it's, it's that's be- the first good, really good sign right there that they're 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 heading in the heading in a probable good direction. I won't say the right direction. Yeah, and the other the other thing about this is that they said they're looking for another offensive assistant as well, someone who can be the Greg Knapp, which is good. And I'm begging them. I still think he's on the roster, but get Calabrese away from the quarterback room. And yeah, I, I think the rest of the staff, it, it's not fully set at all on the offensive side. There's still going to be other hirings from Nathaniel Hackett. And look, and one other to highlight is they also did hire a new offensive line coach slash run game coordinator, Keith Carter from the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm not going to read too much into you know his production with Tennessee because I, I think Derrick Henry is also just good. But yep. yeah, clearly was a run-heavy focus there, I would say, the last couple. That's really as much as I can read into the only other – actually, the one other piece I will add, just the connection game always cracked me up in football. Like, the the – the Shanahan tree just never, ever goes away. Because when I was just looking into the Carter, like he worked under LaFleur and Shanahan in Atlanta on that offensive staff. So, of course, Sala found the connection back into the, the Shanahan tree in some way. Just it, it, that one will always continue. Well, I think another important low key thing is that he had other suitors. That's to me is the really good sign of it. Yeah. Like, if you needed some confidence this offseason, these two hires, I think, should spike your confidence in, in everything. That they're committed to a strong run game and they're committed to getting a, a good quarterback. Yeah, and that's that's what you want with what they're going to have a hand in the unit and whoever the, whoever the quarterback is going to be. And that's even if it's the big one and the least lesser big one <laughs> like you're going to need to have a solid run game foundation again and i say again because just uh you know, last year was the the past heaviest we've, we've seen really yeah and it seems like the the offensive line liked it i know beckton tweeted about it that he was happy not that that means much but the uh the offense of staff is looking good so far i know they're going to hire another um Think offensive assistant, like passing game coordinator or like quality analyst for for Hackett, which is always good. So, yeah, I I, I think everything's a B so far. B off season could turn into an A really quickly. Ter- could turn into an F really quickly. We're we're not gonna know, but the uh, it's just a waiting game right now. Yeah, I mean, oh, what will change that grade in one? And or the other is and this is where we could get some sure dive right into talk about is this quarterback. I mean, yep. The Aaron Rodgers smoke is uh yeah, it's it's definitely getting bigger. We can't have to say that. 
He's the odds-on favorite right now in the betting markets to be the Jets quarterback. Like it, it just it just makes too much sense. Like the factors at hand again. Like if they're gonna if they're going to move him, that's the biggest domino. Obviously, not a lot they do that at all. And if he chooses to play, those are the first two dominoes. Yep. If they do that, the reporting from Schefter of ESPN, he's going to go to the AFC. If he's going to the AFC, I mean, how many suitors are realistically available? The New York Jets. The Tennessee Titans, I would toss in there. You would have to toss in there the Raiders. And to me, that's about it. Like I, The other two that popped in my head, but I don't think are likely at all, is the Colts or the Steelers. The only reason I say those two, like the Colts, just because like they continually have this roster. Like If they get a really good quarterback, maybe they could be a playoff team again. And then like for the Steelers, like defense is good. You know, it's kind of similar to yes, you plug in a quarterback. They'd be in a really good spot, but I also think they're going to move forward with Pickett, which is why I doubt they actually do anything. Yeah, you know they just drafted Kenny Pickett 20th nope. overall. I, look, you got to pass up Aaron Rodgers for Kenny Pickett if if you were the Steelers? I mean, no, but <laughs> it's not going to happen. Exactly, but I, 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 it's not happening, so you don't even have to think about them. But And it, it seems like Lamar is not leaving Baltimore either. Yeah. The door is, uh, I'd say, is shut on, on the New York Jets Lamar. So I'm not even bringing him up <laughs> anymore. Yeah, so it's really, it, I, I think it's really between Vegas and, and the Jets. And and you know what? Let's say Vegas takes Rodgers. The Jets will take Carr. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. To get both players, most likely, because I, I think Carr will be traded, you're going to have to give up assets. For both players, obviously Rogers will cost more than Carr, but these are both really good quarterbacks, Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Carr was an MVP candidate. Rogers has a Super Bowl, two MVPs, both really good quarterbacks. You're gonna have to give up a lot for either one, and to think that you're not gonna have to give up at least one first round pick for Rogers, I think, is wrong I, I think they'll want a first round pick maybe maybe you can get away with giving up one and like a mid pick but you can't just keep hoarding these picks the Jets have hoarded picks for years and look where it's got them a 12 year playoff drought at some point you just gotta push all the chips in and you gotta say it's time to win they used all their picks this year on, on a great rookie class and who knows how good a, a first-round pick will be this year or next year anyway. If you look at the Islanders, for example, they just traded their top prospect, their first-round pick, and a very mid-to-below-level roster player for Bo Horvat, who is the top or, or second-best guy available at the, at the deadline right now. At some point, you got to push the chips in, and these guys who are really good aren't going to come cheap. And, and you got to bite the bullet, and you got to take the player who's performing the best right now because you know what's what his value is. You know that Bo Horvat is a 25 to 30 goal scorer. You don't know Aturatu's potential as their top prospect. You don't know what a first round pick's gonna gonna turn into. So if you look at the Jets, you know what Rogers is, you know what Carr is. Who knows what their first round pick is going to be next year? This year. You gotta take the chance. It's time to win. Yeah, you're spot on with all of that. Like, I, I don't. Th- th- there's this like scenario where Jets fits 
a, a segment of Jets fans don't want to move picks, don't want to move a player. Sorry, don't let me let me start that. But don't want to move picks, don't want to pay players, but also want to change the quarterback. So what do you want? <laughs> like, I don't know what your your ideal result is. Then there, then you pay the one that you don't like. Well, then you should have traded for this one. You trade for this one. Why did you give up pick? You should have just paid. Like, you you need you're you're all not going to be pleased. Let's put that out there right now. No matter what, you're not going to be pleased. One of these scenarios, one of these options is going to happen. They're either going to probably going to do both. Realistically, is my opinion right now. We'll see if that becomes reality. But I think both are going to happen. Yes, picks and money. And the two, the picks piece, you hit on it all. I don't think I need to reiterate any of that. Like, you got to just give up some of the picks. The only thing I, my thought is like an ideal structure for me. I don't know if it's reality. Give up a first the year after and give up a, like a day two, like a second or third rounder this year. But that first the year later, got to be conditional. Yes, we've seen Rod. And yes, if it's for Rod, we'll just pin it to him. Obviously, the first would be for him. I, let me, I don't know why I said pin it to him. Like with his wishy washy stuff year to year, you have to make that conditional. I, I, you can't just give up a clean first round pick. I don't think the market's going to be there for Green Bay to do that. I just don't. And the money piece, why, why do people care? I don't. <laughs> you're not paying the check to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I get applications. That's reasonable. I get that. Yeah, I but, think it's the cap. The cap part. Well, like the, the thing, the, the, the information's out there. It's like some fans choose to not read it. Like his cap hit in a in a train is not that drastic. It's like the low twenties or around twenty. Like that's very reasonable for the actual like cash that Woody Johnson would have to pay him. I couldn't care less. <laughs> like, it's not like it's not like Woody does not have the money either. Like, what, what there should be zero concern for that. And I think Woody's down to do it. Like he he's. He's an owner who gets involved when we don't like when he gets involved. But like <laughs> at the end of the day, like he 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 does want to win. He's just he's not he he's not stupid. He's just irresponsible. That's that's the that's a great way to describe it. Exactly, exactly. Like I I think people think he's stupid and he doesn't know how to run a team. I, I think he he understands things. He just doesn't do it the best way. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's the little rant on that. It's like you're gonna have to give up things to, to bring in one of these assets, and and just the, the another piece of the Rogers thing. Like I, I've seen this these comments out there. Like the Packers are asking for multiple first round picks. You can ask for things you don't get. Like people <laughs> that don't like <laughs> I'll, I'll have to just put that out there as well. Like I don't care if they if that's getting pushed through Schefter already or whoever reported exactly. I I don't 100 percent remember. I I. I, I think you'll disagree with me, but at this point, I would I would trade anything. I, I would trade. I would do it. I, I it's not going to stop me from doing it. I well, I, do I, it. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even making conditional picks. If if they don't want conditional picks, I would trade both first rounders this I, year and next year because call off the deal. Just do it then and call it a day. Yeah, it, like I said, you have to do it. You're going to be upset at at the second that you see the compensation. I was not happy when the Islanders traded all that. Bo Horvat. After thinking about it for half a day, I realized they got a great player, and it makes the team a lot better right now. And that's the same thing with 
the Jets. If they trade their first rounder this year and next year, they will be better off right now. This is what good teams do. The Rams did it. Let's not talk about the Broncos, but a, a bunch of teams do it. They they trade their first rounders for top level talent. And I see this reaction now about the Rams. It's like, well, look at them. They stink now. Like you would take that cost to win the Super Bowl after not winning. <laughs> like cut it yeah. out. Yeah, obviously those people. I, a lot of people are just. I don't know. They they like to hoard picks for whatever reason. Yeah. I think those kind of people also want Mike White or Zach Wilson to be the quarterback next year, which <laughs> is also not happening. Correct. Look, I, my, my last thought on Rodgers, and just definitely want to talk a little bit about Carr. I, I'd say it's it's a failure if they if, if Rodgers is fully made available and he's playing. They don't land on that's a failure. There's There's no reason they shouldn't be the ones getting it done. Yes, they they can definitely be the highest bidder. Uh, they have his coordinator, who he speaks highly of. Like they, they they have the best defense in the league, maybe maybe top two, top three. This will be the best defense Rodgers ever has. There's, yeah, and there's more of a path for him to win in the AFC East versus the uh, no, I'm comparing it to Oakland. Sorry, to Vegas. Yeah. Compar- the NFC West. That's just a fact. You want to go play with Herbert and Mahomes? Good luck. And and it would be a failure on Woody, Douglas, and everyone. It's it's all three of their jobs right now to recruit a quarterback. Yeah. And sell the team on, on uh, trading. It, yep. It's on all three of them. And Agreed. yes, Woody is probably not in trade discussions, but he's the one with the money and he can pay these guys, so it's also on him. Exactly. So I know you want to talk about Derek Carr a little bit. Uh, before that, any uh, comments on Jimmy G? Quick. I... Yeah. More briefly on Jimmy G. I don't know if, if, well, for those of you that didn't see yesterday, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch spoke after their end of the season press conference. And no, they were asked about Jimmy. They're like, is there a path to Jimmy G coming back? And John Lynch and Shannon literally both said, like, no. <laughs> like, it's just not <laughs> happening. So. For people like, because I think the initial reaction right away when Brady retired was like, well, now Jimmy's going to stay. Or, well, Rodgers is going there. And all those things are not ha- And also, I guess on top of that, there's a uh, Rodgers is playing at a golf event today. They tease him. They're like, any news? He goes, I'm not going to San Fran. So <laughs> you can cross both of those hypothetical. And yes, as we, we just say it with solid, don't take words at face value. It's different when you're the player. Let's make that clear because people will be like, you're contradicting yourself. It's totally. <laughs> also, speaking of Tom Brady, if you're a Jets fan, please stop wishing him well in retirement. Yeah, cu- cut that out. I'm wishing him well of never having to see him again. See you, and you're out of the picture. Yes. All right. Um, talk about Derek Carr, your, uh, your love for Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's... If let's let's say Rogers goes back to Green Bay, I'm not even saying he goes to. Let's say he just stays and and he's off the table. You got to be just as aggressive for Derek Carr, and I'm not saying toss all the picks for him, but like they should not be gambling like for the Raiders to cut him free and and then having a bidding war for him in free agency. Like, well, and, I have a question for you about yeah. that. Yes. What What's the difference? He has a full no trade clause. What's the difference between him being cut and, and traded? 
Yeah. I'm, I'm seriously asking. What do, what do you think? No, I agree. There, there probably really isn't any. But if I'm the New York Jets, I, I don't want to take the risk of just waiting up things out there. Like, if you can get your off-season plan going, like, I, I'd rather make that move right away and get it done and you have the plan. That's kind of my logic behind it. And people might – I think it's a fair um, critique to that of, like, why not just be patient? Like, I want to have this solidify. Let's stop risking and gambling things. That's my reason behind that. So yeah. if I up a day, I'm not, definitely not a first-round pick. I'll make that clear. But if, if it's going to take us as high as a second and maybe a third, where at worst, sorry, a second or a third, not both, is not what I meant. Okay, done. Yeah, he's definitely not worth the first round pick. Anything else, I'm I'm fair game with. And that that to me just goes back to like the like trying to hold every asset possible. You gotta just you gotta take some risk and make some moves at times, like to to, to just figure it all out. Yeah, the it, it, the time is now, especially when when you're on rookie contracts for Hall, ABT, Sauce. Uh, who else? Will uh, Garrett Wilson. Because, you know, Garrett Wilson and Sauce are going to get a lot of the money. Yeah. And you can't. See, that's the problem. They, they're not paying their quarterback a lot right now. So they, they can spend. Well, the plan was that they weren't going to pay the quarterback a lot with the rookie contract. Now, with an expensive contract, you have to take advantage of, of the tight window. Exactly. So, like, you, you, you push your chips in now. I like the line that you said before about that. That's what you're doing. You're going all in. You have to just do it because if, if you if if you somehow leave this offseason without Rogers, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, or Ryan Tannehill, I'll put him in that group. You might as well just forget about it for next year. I agree. Is, is there anyone else that you'd be willing to take reluctantly? I mean, I'm trying to like at the moment. I think no from the free agent because, like, to me, if, if you strike it on the the Derek Carr Rogers thing, like then then I don't care. You pay Jimmy J. I don't want to hear people say I'd rather have Mike White at the fracture of the cost. I'd rather have <laughs> stop it. Like please stop it. <laughs> then you just you get it done on a, a whatever. A, maybe a loaded two year deal or something like that. I wouldn't hesitate one bit. Or just put a ton of incentives as well. Exactly. But I, at the moment I don't think there's any names that are Popping in, no, Dak is not leaving Dallas. Kirk isn't leaving Minnesota. Kyler's not leaving. Oh, Kyler's hurt anyway. Yeah, you don't. You won't even have him for next year. I mean, I, you I don't know, think anyone all, else. All Pop- would lead back to Carson Wentz. Let's let's <laughs> talk. <about that. laughs> no, no comment from me. No, I'm I'm telling you, I'm. No one be surprised when Carson Wentz is the week one starter. All I, the lead back to Wentz. I have no words. You're, I, you're I, laughing because you know I'm not 100% wrong. It's, it's correct. A positive. No, it's not a 0% change. Yes. It might be right. a 10%, but I know it's not zero. And, like, if, if Jimmy G's the quarterback, I still think that's a, a success. I, I wouldn't say it's an A. I think Carr is an A, but Jimmy would be a solid B. But it is a failure if you can't land Rodgers and Carr. What, what are the three reels he needs to be starting week one? Because who knows? But I know we keep we, we 
put Tannehill in this group because it's just definitely a path for him to be moved on from. But like, there's no reason you shouldn't have the other. You should not be able to land one of the other three. Like, I mean, it's also possible he's not available. Yeah, exactly that too. It's it's very. I don't know. They they just have a little little margin for error, and I think everyone knows that. And and let's that just goes back to the Hackett signing, like. It's a big indication that they're serious yeah. with, with Hackett. Like if they brought in Brian Johnson or Clint Kubiak or whoever, then I'd be a little more weary of things. Like some guy who like the guys who worked with a young quarterback, especially like the Eagles guys. Because I don't know, maybe you, you think that they're running it back, back with Zach, but Sal said they're going for the veteran quarterback. They brought in Nathaniel Hackett. It it the cards are lining up. And it is February second. I don't expect anything to happen until at least February thirteenth or fourteenth. So we still got a long way to go. Yeah, I, I think as, no, the sweet spot absolutely is right after the Super Bowl, because that's that's the big moment for Derek Hart. Because his contract will become fully guaranteed, and we know the Raiders aren't going to do that. And, and you know what? It's it's good because if Carr's the first domino to fall, and he's not a New York Jet, then I think Douglas knows it's it's Rogers or he's fired. Yeah, and then the aggression has to go up, and then and who knows <laughs> from there. the The only thing is, there's a a post June first designation with Rogers that I. I heard on, I forgot again which podcast it was, but there's a chance that Rodgers might not be able to be traded until June 2nd. Is that true? Do you I, know? I don't know the exact specifics of how that stuff works. I, I think, I, I think you still can agree to it and push it through, but maybe like financially things don't go into effect till that day. I, I need to actually read up a little more on that because I have seen that factor as well. But there's also no way they're waiting till June to resolve the situation. Like, <laughs> there's zero chance of that as well. Uh, that's the problem that I'm saying. Like, what if they do? What if they banked on it and then it falls through? Then they're screwed. Well, I, that's the thing. I think I don't think it would be like a word of mouth thing. Like, they absolutely would have like, they, they would be a. I don't know if they could be binded. Yes, like legally, but there'd be some type of bind if the deal is happening. Like. I mean, they'd burn every bridge to It's essentially if something like that were to happen. Like, they agreed to it, and then the, they backed out, like, in, in mid-May or something after the draft and everything. No, I, I'm just saying, what if they, they they can't tamper about it? Like, they can't have any talks until June. Oh, no, they, like, they like, oh, you mean, like, the team and, and Rodgers himself? No, like, I'm, I'm saying if, if he can't be traded until June 2nd, can they have... Can they agree upon it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What once the new league? I mean, they can agree on anything right now. Yeah, like they, like, it just won't be pushed through to later dates. Yeah, they they can all talk right now behind the scenes. It's like the, the comparison to do is if you recall the Alex Smith trade to Washington, yeah, during the playoff, but it didn't get pushed through till like March because that's just when the new league year begins. Yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, there's a little more detail they need to learn about how that would work for the June 1st piece, but like more of the story, yes, like it would happen way before them. They're not waiting until June. <laughs> yeah, they, like, like I said, 
on one of the pods before. They need to do this. They need to figure it out before free agency so they can lure free. Like if, if I'm a free agent and they don't know who their quarterback is, then I'm not signing. I, I think you'll know by the end of this month, the latest. That's my, my prediction. Jets fans can't take it anymore. We're going to rip each other's heads off. It's like if Card, no, if he doesn't get dealt and he just gets cut by that deadline, I don't think he's going on some crazy tour. He probably already knows what they all probably I should already know. What <laughs> are. So I, I would think from that, yeah, from the post Super Bowl to March 1st period, pay attention. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll say one other thing about the Packers. If I see someone say, because of Brett Favre, I don't want the Jets trading for Aaron Rodgers, just delete their account. If, if you say that, please. Like, like what, what's the connection? They, they played with the same team, and they both were old. <laughs> yes. Like, out, outside of that, I don't get it. There's, there's no I, connection. That's like, a, that's like a Mike Francesca radio call. <laughs> That's like that. That's literally like do the Giants and the Giants get dinner together. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they both played for the the Packers and might get dealt to the same team and are old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I don't get it. That that one cracked me up. Well, I I actually heard um, at the end of, of March there is the bald luncheon between Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, and, and Daniel Hackett. <laughs> I'm joining. I'm gonna shave my head and get involved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if, if you think that, then delete your account. I, I don't want to hear your opinion. If if you think because of Brett Favre's injury, they they can't trade for Aaron Rodgers, get out of here. There's been so many stupid takes lately on the Jets, which is not new. And I also because of the. Uh, season ticket hike and they don't know who the quarterback is because of all the of the dysfunction I also did not renew my season tickets because I told them how can you expect me to do that without knowing who the quarterback is and no response there they they could only shrug yeah <laughs> realistically there's just like being a jets fan is so mentally draining during the off season because of all the stupid people saying stupid stuff and all the cliche reporters saying the cliche stuff and then you got Rich Samini saying his dumb drama stuff. The reporters suck. That's my tirade for the day. <laughs> I don't even know how I got off the rails there, but that's that's all I got. Well, we'll wrap on that simply. <laughs> yeah. That was that, that was real quick. That's all you need to know. <laughs> what? I said it's a big month of, fe- of February to follow. Yes. Uh, are we going to record before the Super Bowl? If not, should we do predictions real quick? We'll do a prediction just in case, and it's not changing for me anyway. Are you going Chiefs? I'm going Chiefs. Absolutely going Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Screw the Eagles. Um, and not even just because of, like, I want them to. Like, I just think they're going to get it done. <laughs> do you think Joe Douglas is rooting for his old team? Honestly, like, yes. Like, like <laughs> I don't know what, like, a non-team... Like someone in his position does, like they probably just watch. Like, come on, they're not. They got to be rooting for something. Yeah, like I, I assume he has friends there still. But yeah, I, I'm going Chiefs. Um, 
they should win by double digits. Yeah, I mean, Eagles look they're they're a good team. We'll give them their credit. Uh, yep. Their staff production has literally been off the charts this year. They've been terrific there. I'll give myself a pat on the back. Said Has Hassan Reddick should have been a New York Jet target last offseason. Shocker, he's terrific this year. <laughs> so we'll always have to plug that out there. But yeah, it'll be a good game. I think. I don't know what the lines are at right now. I would take the over if I were if I choose to put something on that part of the game. I think they'll both be able to just move the ball up and even with their talented defenses, just the offenses are are too good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, with that, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the good, the bad, the Jets Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at GoodBadJetsPod. And you can follow me on Twitter at Verified. Yep. Thank you, Brandon. As always, you can check me out on Twitter at SKline8241033 and on TikTok at NYJetsSK824. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Hope you enjoy the Super Bowl and uh, a good Valentine's Day. And... All I want for Valentine's Day is Aaron Rodgers to be mine. Uh, with that, we hope you enjoy the rest of your week and uh, in, enjoy the Super Bowl.